Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. This is Justin Monorail. And I've got my whole monorail crew here with me in the room today. Let's start by introducing the one who just woke up, and that is... Me. <laughs> What's your uh, hilarious name today? I don't I don't have one. Why? You had know. all night to think about it. You weren't sleeping. No, I was sleeping, actually. <laughs> oh, well, good. But you're here. McKenna Monorail I is here. I am here. Beside McKenna Monorail. Chicken Nugget. Chicken Nugget. Back again. Garrett Monorail, how you doing? Fine. Skelligummy? Yes. Working on those streams? Have we gotten you a lot more followers on Twitter yet? No. I, lo- <laughs> I lost a few, actually. Oh, no. <laughs> the, the Monorail stamp of approval lost you subscribers or followers? That's followers. not good. No, I still have all 111 subscribers. Okay, you're still good on subscribers. 111 is a good number. Yeah, Triple but ones. it's not moving. <laughs> well, continue to make that amazing content and it'll go up and finally around the table in the room we have the lovely samantha monorail samantha monorail how are you doing i want to go somewhere where you want to go not in my house okay well costco is calling your name yeah but that's just grocery shopping i want to do something that's doing something shut up (laughs) spoken like a true guy (laughs) It's true. I need to go somewhere, people. <laughs> yeah. I need entertainment in my life. <laughs> I want to go to Tennessee. Oh, have fun. Why? Hey, speaking of Tennessee. I have a lot of friends I want to hang out with. Well, we've got some friends from Tennessee on the line with us today via the Monday Morning Monorail Magical Video Hotline. I said it out of order, but at least I said it. Let us start by welcoming in the one, the only, Landon the Dawsdone. Landon, welcome back to the monorail, sir. Hi, everybody. Uh, coming to you once again from the isolation station of love. It's me, Landon. How are we doing today? Doing great, man. Glad to have you. Glad well, to be aboard with the monorail fam because, you know, we ride together. It's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're going to put a pin in that. We're coming back to that in a minute. <laughs> and speaking of fam... We got another family member on the line. It's Cousin Kevin. Kevin, welcome back to the monorail. Hello. Yes, I'm back as well. (laughs) Not from the isolation station of love, but from my house. Where it appears you are on fire. I am on fire. This (laughs) is what the coronavirus has done to me. I'm on fire. The world is... I want to get that looked at. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) They make make salves for such a thing. Yeah, it's bad. (laughs) Well, the world's on fire. I don't know if you heard, but... Murder hornets have arrived in North America. Yep. Fantastic, because 2020 was going so well beforehand. <laughs> I saw that. I mean, they're not a problem if we're not going outside. <laughs> I guess that's Here's true. that. <laughs> Good point, Garrett. I don't know. I'd take my chances with a murder hornet right now. What's a murder hornet? <laughs> a hornet that can kill you with its venom. Oh, 
It's right there in the name. And apparently... Hornet. Yeah. They over-exaggerate sometimes. Apparently their mandible is like perfect for decapitating bees, so they're very dangerous to bees. No! Yeah. We don't have enough of those. Yeah. Well, bees are finally not endangered anymore. Well... And now they're gonna be. (laughs) Enter player two, the murder hornet. (laughs) 2020. What a, a new challenger approaches. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So. Well, I'm waiting for all of the nine hurricanes that are really intense to sweep through Florida. Mm-hmm. So, where are murder hornets from, anyways? Asia. Asia. And I think they're showing up in Washington State. So, oh Why my do gosh, they have, like, those poor people. So many insects that can kill you outside of America, and they just keep coming in. They're coming over. They hear it's great over here. They're like, we heard y'all have water parks. We're coming over there. Yeah, yeah, they see all of us staying inside. It's like, man, that looks awesome. Let's go over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to go outside for the first time in like three years, and it's just all over. It's going to be Australia. Out- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, You'll have drop bears in Florida just killing people. <laughs> <sighs> Ooh, what a rosy outlook we have today. Uh, mean, buckle hey, up, everybody. In Australia, they have flocking. Um, no, no, no. Watch your language. No. Um, the season where all the birds fly down and just attack people for no reason and rip ev- like people's eyeballs out. What? Yeah. Like one flew into a classroom and ripped out a teacher's that's, eye. That's a movie called The Birds? It's uh-huh, exactly yeah. like The Birds, but it's a real thing in Australia. <laughs> Bird mimic. Well... That let me just say that sounds like a terrible flocking season. I don't want to. Well, it is. Um, so at least we don't have that. Almost got Landon to do a spit take. I hate your joke. Yep. <laughs> there was somebody who I guess um, a museum posted a picture of like a bunch of mummies they um, they dug up from the ground, and the guy replied and said, "Put them back." Do you know what this year has been like so far, or something like that? Yeah. I was thinking, Amen, brother. This isn't mm-hmm. something we need right now. We're gonna start like chanting yeah. stuff. Like the mummies are gonna start making noises, and we're all gonna be cursed. It's yeah. okay. We know mummy etiquette in this house. <laughs> okay. So we'll be fine. We do. Yeah. You have to shake the mummy's hand. Yeah. <laughs> or kiss, kiss the, ring. the ha- ring on the mummy's yeah. hand because it's a pharaoh and it would be rude of you not to. Even if yeah, you I- do get a disease, do you want to be cursed or get something that's maybe possible cure, like possibly curable? I don't know. <laughs> About 50-50 if we're being completely honest because with this current you know, uh, background that Kevin has... Eh, Bring it on. <laughs> I mean, I'm prepared for anything. How bad could it point. be? <laughs> um, all right. I don't know how to segue from mummies, but I'm going to say this is episode 106 of the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. Today is May the 4th. May the 4th be with you all and also with you. That's the correct response, by the way. Were there mummies in Star Wars? Darth Vader. Well, boom. What about Palpatine in the Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, that's is a he spoiler? Is he kind Ooh. of a mummy? <laughs> He's definitely something. We can all agree on that. By the mm. way, streaming live on Disney Plus now, Episode Nine: Rise of the Skywalker. Woo! That's right. I definitely know he isn't a clone, but I think um, they disagree with me. Yeah, I think uh, Anakin, you know, his big problem was he had mummy problems. And- oh, oh, wow. Boo. <laughs> oh, boo. Same thing for That's Kylo tough. Ren, really, to be honest. Gosh. It's a long line of mummy problems in the Skywalker family. All right. McKenna is giving you the dirtiest look. <laughs> These are dad jokes. This is what you get on the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. But yes, it is May the 4th. It's unofficial, official Star Wars Day because there's so much debate 
around the Star Wars nerds. This is not really the Star Wars day because Star Wars came out on May 25th. No, look, if, if Disney and Star Wars are saying May the 4th be with you, then I'm saying it too. It's Star Wars day. Can't we have two? Yeah. Why not both? I'm both in May, okay. so. I like it. I yeah. concur. Yeah. Let's just make it Star Wars month. No, this is mental health month. So well, that works. Actually, it's May. It's the it's month of May. It's actually May, so you can't have it. May I? No. Please. We're gonna have to add a thirteenth month if we want a Star Wars month. This is, you know, Mother's Day is this month, so it's perfect for Star Wars Day because, as I already addressed, Star Wars characters have mommy problems, so it works. So It'll, do my kids. Yeah. <laughs> Typically, the parks would be open on May the 4th, and especially in the last few years, they've been doing some special stuff like special merchandise. You can get special treats in the parks. Last year, you got a Kylo Ren cupcake, um, which I think started on May the 4th, but they did it all the way like for like the whole month, I think. Yeah. They Um, didn't give me a carnation either. That's true. That was Mother's Day, though. Complain about that next week. Oh, okay. I have you an Animal Crossing present for Mother's Day. <laughs> Yay! Oh, wow. It came up again. <laughs> I don't. Once an episode. Yeah. 2020, man. What a year. But <laughs> since we can't celebrate in the parks this year, Disney's like, well, but you still can spend money if you want to. <laughs> so Shop Disney's doing a special promotion uh, this morning. You may have already missed it if you're listening to this on another day. Um, so starting at 7 a.m. East, or Pacific time, so 10 a.m. Eastern, you can go to the Shop Disney store and they're going to have some exclusive May the 4th merch. I'm assuming if it was Baby Yoda, it's gone already. Um, anything else might still be there, but it just depends... One of the things I know that people love from the Disney store is those um, commemorative keys that they make. The, the, that they're like a key. It's that like don't open. They anything. look like a skeleton key. Yeah. But the okay. like the handle's a big Disney D, and then it has like decorate. Like they've made Donald ones in the past, like character ones. But there's going to be a Star Wars one, so I imagine that will be gone immediately. Kevin, you so like keyblades? Uh, oh yeah, it's kind of like a keyblade kind of. Okay. It'll be gone. Yeah, it'll be quick. Yeah, I was going to say, like. I anticipate, like, most of that stuff to be gone mm-hmm. relatively fast. <laughs> yeah. 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 If, if they're anything like the Joe Rody ears a couple weeks ago, bots will have them uh, bought before they hit uh, public. Before they're available. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's <clears throat> what's happening with a lot of stuff now. Like, yeah. even you can't get a switch anymore because yeah. bots yep. are getting them. Green screens and uh, and USB cameras. When uh, the stay at home orders first started, they were being bought up like that by bots too. So thanks, bots. Thank you, bots. I just the people who are making that happen should get a special knuckle sandwich from. It, me. it was a teenager with the Nintendo Switch one. Like he publicly was like, "Hey, here you go. Here, have this bot." Oh, he made it mm-hmm. so, and gave it out to everyone. Wow, that's great. Using his powers for good, obviously. Hey, it's not below me to punch a teenager for a Nintendo Switch sort of. I just want he to actually made it so that people who need a Switch can get them before other bots get them. But then, but now people are using it to buy Switches yeah. and then resell mm-hmm. them. It fell into the wrong hands. Yeah. Could you use this bot to buy a candle? A candle, or is it like a Nintendo Switch only kind of? You bot? can use it for anything. Is there some high demand candle you're looking for? Yes. Okay. Oh it might buy you like multiple of they that one candle. Restock the candle every Wednesday at ten, and there's like maybe um, fifteen of these candles, and they're gone within two hours. 
Is it a Star Wars candle? No. Then why are we talking about it? Oh, you got me. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Speaking of Star Wars candles, tomorrow or today, there's uh, Sensi is releasing their Star Wars things out of the vault. Oh. Yeah, for the Hmm. low price of $86. There it is. A wax warmer. Oh, my gosh. Dead Palpatine candle. It just smells like a mummy. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. Can't wait for that. So it's a... They've got, what does the wax warmer look like? Well, there's a Chewbacca one. Oh, there's, there's a Darth Vader one. There's an R2-D2 one, I believe. Yeah. Okay. And then they have like the actual scents. And so there's like a, I think one sense like a Chewbacca scent. It doesn't smell what, like Chewbacca. What does a Wookiee smell like? <laughs> Not good. Uh, probably sticky. <laughs> I could only imagine. Burning ship. It's the smell <laughs> of like gasoline and fire. And I would hair. Imagine. And wet dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One's got like a Chewbacca on the cover. One's got Darth Vader on the cover, and then one's got R two D two on the cover. I bet Darth Vader smells like Rome burning, or um, I can see that, yeah. like burning in too much cologne. I I would assume he'd be a little self conscious. He's trying to cover it up. He'd cover it up with a little Dracar Noir. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then he doesn't care afterwards. And R two probably smells like grease. Yeah, and metal because. C-3PO famously called him an overweight glob of grease. Mm. That's just me. R2-D2's got weight problems. Did you know that? Oh, He's going on a diet. No, he doesn't. Oh, there's a Millennium Falcon one as well, by the way. A warmer? Oh, yeah. that sounds... See, I might pay 86 mm. bucks for a Millennium no, Falcon no. one. <laughs> no, you won't. Yeah. I might. No, you won't. I might. Nope. 90? Come on, dude. During Halloween, <laughs> you can get like a $5 wax warmer that's in the shape of a skull. Oh, <laughs> and it works just as well as any other wax warmer. But it doesn't look occur. as cool. So. It's a skull. I, it's cool. I don't know. Skull, skulls are pretty cool. Uh, Han Solo kidding. wasn't flying around the galaxy in a skull. That's all I'm saying. He could have. <laughs> so, <laughs> been really cool if he did. Um, that would have been cool. This evening for dinner, we're planning on celebrating with Ronto wraps. Yeah. So. Um, Tom and Michelle from Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And the Disney Dishes blog. Well, I was getting there. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, they do a blog, and it's called Disney Dishes, and they recreate recipes from Disney, and they did one for me specifically because I requested it with Rotto Wraps. And I'm super excited because they even made homemade pita. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm going to do that. Um, wow. I, I'm I'm happy. Don't Peter. I think he was going to do Peter. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never made homemade pita before. Isn't so. it just like flour and water and butter and yeast? And they also put. Are you going to use all this yeast I bought? That was such a big deal that it was just sitting in the fridge. Yeah, you bought um, like 800 packs of yeast. I want to. And you made bread. two pieces of bread. That's because every time I say it, I get a. Because you make a mess in the kitchen. I clean it up. And then you throw the bread away because you're like, well, that was because gross. Because I can't make it if I don't try. So number one, creating garbage, wasting so supplies. Number two, bread. making a mess no. in the kitchen. I also tried to show her how to make crepes and she wouldn't get out of bed so I could show her. Crepes. <laughs> Yummy. Yeah. That, hey, that works well with what we're going to be talking about later. <laughs> okay, but anyways, so back to Tom and Michelle. They made Ronto wraps, and I'm going to make homemade pita, and I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to put it all together. I'm going to make the slaw. It's going to be awesome, and everyone's going to eat it, and they're going to like it. 
it's going to be great. Well, you just answered my question. It sounds like you're going to be doing the lunch or dinner Ronto wraps and not the breakfast one. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually made the breakfast one yesterday on on Sunday Sunday morning. And it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, It's a little more straightforward than the lunch dinner wrap because it's egg, sausage, chipotle ranch on Mm -hmm. on non bread with some cheddar cheese. I back in Disney, that breakfast thing was like almost perfection behind the normal Ronto wrap. The number, but number one for you is the lunch dinner wrap. You'd yeah. say, I mean, it's it's good. I prefer the lunch dinner wrap yeah. myself. Yeah, I think so. Too. I think I think I'm in the breakfast camp personally, but they're both good. So, did you? You probably weren't a big fan of the slaw, huh? Yeah, I uh, asked them uh, to hold the slaw on the lunch uh, dinner Ronto wrap, and like like for me, I'm a very textured based eater. So while the slaw might add something, it probably would have taken away in my instance. So. Yeah, but still good I like it. for me. And I'm going to be a little Remy here. Um, <laughs> the slaw adds a nice crisp crunch and a, a, a nice contrast to, to the spice of the of the sausage you got in there. I don't know. I thought it was – I, I love it. everything about the Ronto wrap. So mm-hmm. thank you, Tom and Michelle, for answering the request. Yes. And doing this. And if you guys aren't already following the Disney Dishes blog, please go do that. And the Hyperion Adventures podcast because – it's awesome. Yeah. They had a special Star Wars episode this week, too, so go check that out. Yep. So thank you, guys. I'm super excited, and I will let everyone know how well it goes. Oh, we, we'll, we'll definitely share the news. Mm-hmm. Kevin, that's got to be, like, on your list when you come to Galaxy's <laughs> Edge. Like, Ronto wraps are right up there with riding Rise <laughs> of the Resistance. Yeah, it's, like, at the top of my list. It's so good. Eating a Ronto wraps are and great. Like, finding out how great they are because i've never heard a bad thing about them i really haven't heard other than people saying they're not fans of the slaw mckenna's making a face but she always kind of makes a face i don't like the ronto (laughs) rap that much what is wrong with you get out boo this lady it's number one it's too greasy it's number one you said it correct number one number one is too greasy and heavy for me especially in the parks well, that sounds like you probably. I can't finish the breakfast one because it's too much. And whenever I tried the dinner or lunch one, I didn't like it that much. Well, maybe you'll like mine. Yeah. Okay. Listen, it's okay. here's the thing, McKenna. I don't know about you, but I have a little bit of a belly. And it's I don't. Okay. you don't get that by not eating a lot. So, you know, <laughs> there's no such thing as too much food for me. Um, that sounds perfect. <laughs> There is for me, and I still eat those things whole. Yeah, yeah. It's like, whatever, man. Give me all the food that you can. You know what? I'll take two Ronto wraps while we're at it. Just <laughs> there you go. Double it. Double it up. Go, go, go home. Mm-hmm. The first, fair. The first thing I want whenever Disney reopens is a Ronto wrap. Yeah. yeah we'll be rope dropping them. Don't R- worry. We've done it before. Want, we rope drop Ronto wraps. Um, I wish they had the Toy Story chili um, tater tater tots. Tater tots. Tachos. The tachos. tachos. Oh, I could oh. make those too. Yeah, those but are good. It's but it's good because you can get it, and then you can walk around Galaxy's Edge and eat it. And people will look at you like, "Why is this lady walking around and eating?" But it's nice because it's like a, lo- a lap. I mean, weren't we walking around? Walking Toronto wraps. Well, I was gonna say I don't think anyone looks at anyone weird for walking around Disney eating. Well, I've seen I, a lot of that's pretty much that's a common practice. Mm-hmm. Not the every the bowl. It, I got weird looks. I'm just saying. Was I it got the, was it what you were? Doing? Was it the that bowl that might be an important question. What were you doing to elicit or, these looks? Or wearing? Mm-hmm. That's fair. Okay, I don't. <laughs> I don't ever remember what I look like. <laughs> 
I <laughs> go look in a mirror. I put on go all look this in a mirror stuff, and then I'm like, okay, I look cool, and then I leave and I forget, and then when people look at me, I'm like, why are they looking? Man, everyone's at looking me? at my tachos. <laughs> <laughs> I see your food, and I'm like, where'd you get that? Yeah, exactly. And I have some. <laughs> well, um, one thing I was going to mention is something that no longer occurs at the Hollywood Studios, and that was Star Wars weekends that they used to do. In the weekends in May and June. I'm very sad that we never got to do that. And, you know, I know now they're doing like some after hours parties occasionally, um, like Star Wars nights. They haven't done one in a while, like not since we've been here. You know what they're also not doing? Sour Sarlax. Correct. <laughs> and um, I don't know. Like, I'm sad that we never got to do that. Uh, maybe they'll, I don't know, maybe they'll bring them back someday. I guess it's not as big a deal now because every day is Star Wars Day in Hollywood Studios, but that used to be a cool thing. I'd like to see the characters come out, like Mickey in his Jedi robe and stuff. Like, that stuff was cool, <laughs> and I'm sad I never got to get a picture with him. Honestly, I'm surprised with the addition of Galaxy's Edge on both coasts. I'm surprised that they haven't reintroduced the Star Wars weekends or something around, you know, the May the 4th. Uh, holiday. I, now, obviously, this year they can't do anything due to extenuating circumstances. But at the same time, I'm surprised now that they have such big Star Wars presence in both parks. I'm surprised they don't have anything to celebrate that. Yeah, it'd be cool. Like on on that raised area where Kylo Ren's ship is, they could like have people come out and like talk about Star Wars and stuff on that stage. Don't they have mm-hmm. like a performance for that stage? Well, they do a little show, yeah, yeah where like the officers come out and but Kylo I mean, Ren like, comes. For Star Wars, we yeah, you're saying like have people up on that stage, people who maybe were involved in the movies or the shows, yeah, come up and like talk that. to the crowd. That that would be cool. Mm-hmm. I, I think the, I don't know, maybe maybe they'd have to give a little bit more wiggle room to the, like the um, keeping the illusion going in Galaxy's Edge because. And maybe they will kind of loosen up on that someday. But right now, like when you're in Galaxy's Edge, you are in Galaxy's Edge. You're on Batuu. You couldn't have someone who was in a Star Wars. They don't know what that is, you know? Mm, that's true. So, but maybe uh, someday they loosen that up a little bit and start to... Because you know people are dying to see, like... They want to see Luke Skywalker walking around. They want to see Han Solo. Like, different things like that. Uh, right now, you couldn't have that. So, who knows? Maybe someday in the future, they'll be a little more flexible with if, keeping the kayfabe going. What if you were walking around in Galaxy's Edge and you saw, like, actual Luke Skywalker from like, the movie? Wait, Mark, Mark Hamill? Hamill? Mike, Mark Hamill. I forgot his That'd name. That'd be awesome. Like, walking around. <laughs> That'd be cool. He's done it. <laughs> he went to the Disneyland one. So, I would uh, not know exactly what to do with I'd myself. Cry. i cry. <laughs> and he'd be like, why are you crying, idiot? <laughs> Where, and where did you get those tachos? <laughs> yeah. He might look at me funny and be like, why is Mark Hamill looking at me funny? <laughs> Wait, he would think that? I'll be like, oh, it's because I'm walking around eating tachos. Yes, clearly. <laughs> and I look like I like I should be in um, a Bajas move, like thing because I do my makeup ridiculous. Yeah. And it's true. And you're crying. And I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you just got a whole lot going on. Yeah. Mostly the tachos, but it's still a lot. all the tachos. <laughs> well, bring back Star Wars weekends, Disney, please. Someday. Or even like a Disney party. Late, I would do a Disney party like Star Wars at Hollywood Studios if they've got some of the celebrities mm-hmm. coming in and yep. doing special events. I'd do that, too. That would be, be so cool. expensive. They've done it. They've done the, the Star Wars after hours at Hollywood Studios. With celebrities? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's impressive. I was there. Uh, I went to one. Uh, oh, yeah, Kevin. Kevin can speak on it, but it's impressive the celebrities that have shown up uh, while they were still doing it. 
the voice actor for Ahsoka. I didn't see her, but mm-hmm. she's been to them before. She I has. Think. Yeah. She has. Um, but yeah, I went to the Galactic Knights. I think that's kind of yeah. like what they started doing after um, Star Wars Weekend. And the last one that I, one that I went to, was for the Last Jedi. Yeah. And Warwick Davis was there. Like he's always there. I feel like. <laughs> and I want to say there was somebody else there, but I don't remember. But it was it was pretty cool. It was nice. You know, they did like a little overlay of uh, rock and roller coaster. Oh, oh cool! Star Wars music. It was pretty cool. pretty cool. Yeah, it was nice. I liked it. And that was like the first time they did the projections on the Tower of Terror with the uh, Star Wars projections. That was pretty cool, too. Did they change the rock and roller coaster pre-show? So like Vader walks in the studio and he's like, I'm about to drop a track. We're going to need a stretch Star Destroyer. (laughs) It was weird. It was still Steven Tyler. (laughs) This doesn't go along at all. Regardless, I like it. <laughs> I want to see Vader in the studio. Do, what do you if think it was the normal show, and then stormtroopers just came into the room, and they're like, "Get in, get in the Star Destroyer." <laughs> that would be cool. Do you <laughs> think? Well, that's a little bit like Rise of the Resistance. Do you think Vader would play metal, or do you think he'd be like an emo singer? Like, I think he'd be oh, emo metal. I don't know. I think Anakin would be emo, and Darth Vader, like after he would turn into metal from from the lava. Mm. He is mostly I'm thinking, metal. I'm thinking 90s rap. <laughs> yeah. See, no, no, like, rap. like, like, he is a metal head to the nth degree. Like, 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 he's that metal fan that like makes you roll your eyes whenever he brings it up because he always tries to one up you and talk about how this is some <laughs> deep cut from from like this Denmark Swedish metal band and, and and like this was on their B sides and 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 you're not a real fan unless you know this song. Listen, he oh, he's a gatekeeper. Fan. He goes, he goes, yes. Listen to this one, guys. It's an import. He's got a he's got a red lightsaber. That's pretty metal. I would like to see him listening to classical music. I think it'd be out of character. That would be out of character. I don't know if it was like classical metal music. Classical metal. Like, like classic rock. No. Trans Siberian Orchestra is that classical metal? Yeah, there you go. Oh. I'm really into instrumentals this time of year. <laughs> like old school Nightwish, you know, where they have like all like a big orchestra, but then they also have like, you know, guitars and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like some Symphony X type stuff. Yeah, yeah. there you go. That'd be fun. <laughs> I bet he listens to baby metal. No. Uh, I could actually see that. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Where's Baby Metal? Are they still performing? I want to see them. In a galaxy know. far, far away. Ah, oh, that's awesome. They're so, also not babies Kylo anymore, Ren. so they're probably not employed. Kylo Ren listens yeah. to emo music. Yeah, that dude like has oh, every yeah. high chemical romance album. He knows him <laughs> cover to cover. It's going to say definitely screamo. <laughs> I, I think Guys, do you want to hear my yellow cut mixtape? Yeah. <laughs> yellow card crap. <laughs> yellow cut sounds better. <laughs> All right, Kevin, sorry to am- or sabotage your <laughs> Gal- okay. Galactic Knights I conversation. I don't know a lot of metal stuff, so I was just like, eh, okay. <laughs> did, you, did you get any special merch from Galactic Knights? Yes, I got a Last Jedi pin. Oh, cool. It's like the movie poster. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Um, there was a little lanyard. They did this thing where you could go and get a picture in all areas of the park. Mm-hmm. And they had different backdrops for each one. Oh. So there was like a Hoth one, uh Endor one. It was pretty cool. And then I think the coolest thing was like in the queue for um, Star Tours. 
like when you go to like the foresty area, there was little Jawas there to meet oh. you and do a little. Oh, that's cool. Thing. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That's oh, awesome. Wow, this is dope. So that's one of the things I'm sad that I've never gotten to do because I've heard the Jawas will trade with you. So like they'll take whatever you've got. Like you just you're supposed to just take stuff that you don't mind kind of giving away. You know, you've got a few things in your bag. You give them a chapstick, and they might trade you something that either they've traded with someone else or like a pin or something. So chapstick oh, that's is cool. Gold. Why would you give away? Well, chapstick? that's why they'll give you something good for it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what if they give they you like someone it. else's chapstick? Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know if they're they allowed that. to do that. Yeah. Might not be really good idea to be taking used chapstick these days. No. But anyway, <laughs> that's a good point. But I do I do wish I'd been able to maybe they'll bring that back too. I want to meet the Jawa. Jawas should be in Batu. Why are they not? Because are they not at Launch Bay anymore? I haven't seen them in Launch Bay. Whenever we've gone, they have not had Jawas in Lunch Bay. In really? lunch, I keep saying lunch bay. I'm hungry, guys. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. All this Ronto wrap talk's got you going. Yeah. And don't forget tachos. Tachos and Ronto mm, wraps. Yeah. I'm going to make tachos for dinner. Well. I mean, the day before this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Back in time. <laughs> before we wrap up segment one, I want to do one thing. I want to give a shout out to our new Facebook group. We've got a Facebook group, guys. Finally, we did it. And, you know, I want to say, I know it's only been in existence now for a week. Today's the one-week anniversary of the Facebook group. But we've got like 60-plus members already. People are chatting it up in there. We're having a good time. Shane Hodge posted this quiz that Sam and I took yesterday where you're supposed to listen to these obscure sound bites from the Disney parks and guess where they came from. I got night. We, we together got nineteen out of twenty three. Yeah. So we that did, seems good. We did all right. I want to do yeah. it. It's not fourteen. It's, it's not easy. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. Um, a couple that I missed, I kicked myself because I'm like, oh, we should have, we should have known. But yeah, you guys need to try it. Yeah, definitely go try it. And, and Shane posted that link in the Facebook group. But the other thing you can find is our new logo. And I want to give a shout out to Matt Merlino. Love of the Mouse podcast. Thanks so much, man. He just reached out to me because he saw that obviously I was struggling to try to make my own logo for the Facebook group. He's like, this guy needs some help and I'm willing to do it for free. So Matt, like you did an amazing job and I just want to say like whatever you need from us, you let us know we got you because holy crap. Unless it's a uh, drawing some kind of graphic. Yeah, no, we can't draw <laughs> graphics, but we can do. So at least I could tell you go check out Love of the Mouse podcast. Um, and check out our logo and we put it, we already put it on the T public store. And let me just tell you, the shirts look incredible. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. I'm buying one. I'm, I'm going to get one for sure. Yeah. They look so good. So, um, hopefully I think maybe he'll be working with us again to spruce up the podcast logo. Cause that was one I did on my own. Although I do think that it's not a bad little logo, but it could be better. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too, uh, you know, proud to say that it's perfect or, or anything like that. It's not at all. So anyway, thanks so much, Matt. And um, I'm looking forward to growing that group. If you're not already part of the Facebook group, it's called Monday Morning Monorail Family. Look it up. Join us and chat Disney stuff all through the week. It's a lot of a lot of fun. I don't think I'm part of it. I think I invited you. I don't have I Facebook. I don't use Facebook. 
Yeah. Boom. Facebook sucks. <laughs> well, the thing is, you know, I don't really enjoy Facebook very much myself, but this group is a lot of fun, and I hope to see more people joining and uh, interacting with us because it's going to be another cool way for us to really connect with our monorail fam throughout the week. I agree. All right. Let us take a little break. When we come back, we're going to France, guys. Oh. So stick with us. It is time for baguettes. We will return. Welcome back to the monorail. It is now time for the M34D takeover to go into full swing. We are moving on with our discussion of World Showcase Pavilions. Last week with the UK, we are now crossing that bridge, crossing the International Gateway, and strolling into Gay Paris. It is France, my friends. Welcome to France. By the way, that bridge is a really good place to take pictures. Yeah, actually, on one side, you've got the views of, you know, the Prance Pavilion. You've got the Skyliner coming in on the other side, World Showcase Lagoon. It is a very nice picture spot. We should do a whole M34D about the bridge. No. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? This is it right here. You didn't prepare? (laughs) Gosh. I want to say, another one of our first family pictures in the parks was on that bridge with France behind us. Do you remember that? Nope. And it was washed out by the sun being in the picture. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not a great picture, but it does exist. Yeah. Clearly a memorable one, too. I remember it. Once you cross the bridge, you step right into France. Now, this pavilion's a little less complicated than the ones we've talked about previously because the Canada Pavilion and the UK Pavilion cover multiple regions, multiple cities and towns. The France Pavilion is really just Paris, and uh, you've got this beautiful view as you walk in of the the fountain, the Eiffel Tower in the background, and it's it's much more urban looking. Collectively, we were talking last week about how the UK Pavilion feels like it's it's small; it doesn't have a huge footprint. I think France is even smaller. I'd have to look at it, but I think just from taking up space wise, I think it's smaller. They're expanding it with. Remy. They are expanding it. That's true. Remy. The Ratatouille Adventure is coming to the France Pavilion. And how, a- how do you feel about that, McKenna? I, oh, I'm so disappointed. Why'd they do that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so upset about it. Yeah, right. You like shed tears every day talking about it. You're so happy. Yeah, she's so upset about it. Why'd they do that? <laughs> I'm so upset that they're doing this. They should totally not do it. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say, Sam? No, I was just going to say, I know that France um, seems a little small, but you can go back pretty far, and yeah. there's a lot of stuff back there. Yeah, it's true. It goes way back, but it's just, it's kind of crammed in if you think about it. It's it's mm-hmm. like, especially if you start walking back towards the theater back there and the uh, patisserie, mm-hmm. it's like if there's a big crowd, it's hard to walk through there because it's so cramped. Yeah, but that patisserie is worth walking back there. It is. I know. This is one of uh, your and Allison's happy memories is getting a breakfast pastry back there. With frosés. With frosés. You being a huge fan of Beauty and the Beast, is is France one of your favorite pavilions? Because 
Bill walks around sometimes and No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Beauty and the Beast a lot and I enjoy Belle. And I also really like um, the Aristocats and sometimes they like they paint the little Aristocats on the wall for like the art festival and stuff and I thought that was really cool. But it's not my favorite. Okay. Well, I was expecting you to just gush about how much you love France. Well, you know what they did? What they, did they do? They did a Beauty and the Beast sing-along, and it was awful. <laughs> Garrett's face-palming right now. <laughs> we, I don't really like it either. It's, I don't like it, but it's not horrible. It's oh, not it's awful. awful. Kenna, did you see the Beauty and the Beast sing-along? No, I stayed home. Okay. I didn't know if you'd gone a different time. I okay. was home. You went to Epcot a couple times on your own. You might have yeah, snuck in there. Why would... If I'm on my own, why in the world would I go and see... Well, who knows where you wander into walk. when you're carrying your tachos. I'm walking. <laughs> I'm just walking. You're like you're like Mr. Magoo when you've got your tachos. You just walk into anywhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the reference you're speaking of, but yes. Sure. What, sure. That's all right. It's an old reference. Kevin, you've got Remy behind you right now. The little yes. chef. Little chef. He's other side. Chef. Yeah, he's there's little chef. So I'm guessing that you are totally fine with the addition of Ratatouille to the French Pavilion. I'm actually looking forward to it. Nice. Um, when they did the thing where they um, put the Gusto sign, and you could like see the Gusto sign that they were gonna have, and I don't know if it's completely up yet or not, but you can like see it there. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Um, I'm excited for it. I watch these VR rides of the actual ride and and I ride it virtually and I can't wait for, to actually ride it intentionally, like in person. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess during this, like before this quarantine, I watched Ratatouille again for like the first time in a really long time. And I was like, wow, this is a really good movie, actually. So I enjoyed it. It's now one of my favorite Pixar movies. So it's great. That. McKenna has been a fan for a long time. Yeah. She has. I will give her that. She's been like on top of the bandwagon. She leads the bandwagon. (laughs) She drives it. (laughs) Ratatouille is such a good movie, and I will never stop talking about it. I love it. I love it so much. The first time I saw the... They have a Gusto sign over in the little pavilion. Um, Whenever you're on the Skyliner, you can see it. And the first time I saw it, I was with a bunch of strangers, and it was really uncomfortable for them, because I was like, oh my god. (laughs) I actually was talking to strangers in the Skyliner, which was weird. I don't do that. So, um... Thanks, Remy. I love... I love Ratatouille. It's great. It's such a good one. Landon, you have thoughts on the expansion and addition of Ratatouille? Are you good with it? Uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, I... I like the fact that they're adding a new, really new attraction to this area, to Epcot. Now, I know it's a uh, attraction that it's been featured at other uh, Disney parks around the world, but I think it's cool that something like that is being added to the France Pavilion because it's like, I'll be honest, it's like with, with the exception of hitting up a couple places to get a drink or something to eat or, or watch the, uh, the, the chef and waiter stack uh, uh, tables yeah. and stuff like that. To me, there isn't really a whole lot to do in that area of the World Showcase. So I'm excited that an attraction like this is being added, giving me a reason to go out there uh, past the, you know, the Grand Marnier slushies or whatever. Oh, man. Grand Marnier slush. Yeah. So good. 
God, so They're good, so good. So good. And the the gray goose ones, the lemon ones, are pretty good too. But man, that orange one is delicious. Yeah, I do want to try the gray goose one because. I think it was you that told me how good it is, but man, that Grand Marinier slushy is so good. I wish that it came in a bigger glass. Me too. Mm. But I'm willing to bet that's by design. Yeah. <laughs> they want you to buy multiple. Right. And also, they probably don't want you getting just trash. That's true. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Well, I mean, you make a good point. The France Pavilion is, is very food and drink heavy. Um, mm. I really kind of feel like that was what they wanted to showcase in the France Pavilion, in the World Showcase. And you've got, you know, one of... I mean, some people say it's like one of their favorite uh, signature dining locations is Monsieur Paul is in there. You've got Le Chef's de France, the Le Creperie de France, which is, I know, Garrett's favorite location in France. And then the Boulangerie Patisserie de Halles. I don't know if I said that right. I haven't been to um, the two restaurants. Oh, we have not gone to Monsieur Paul or Chef's de France. Right. Um, But I hear good things. Have either of you gone to either of those restaurants? Kevin, I think I've you did. Been, I've been to Chefs de France. Yeah, and you you didn't love it. No, I was not a big fan of yeah. it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think the menu's um, different. Uh, I had heard a lot of good buildup about it, and I don't know. It just didn't live up to the hype for me. I'm still big on Ro- Rose and Crown. It's like... Yeah. Top of the line. You can't, can't get much better than that in World Showcase for me. Yeah, I mean, I think it has some things that... I mean, it's French food. It's going to be a little bit different. Um, I don't know that I would say that like picky eaters wouldn't like it, but I think that you have to be open to trying some things that might seem a little different from, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to Chili's, you know, when you go there. <laughs> yeah, uh, they don't have chicken fingers, unfortunately. No chicken yeah, fingers. Yeah, looking at the menu, no chicky fingers. No. But yeah, I guess that's something to just keep in mind. Like, if you hear great things about the French restaurant, but you consider yourself to be a bit of a picky eater, then it might not be something that you want to risk unless maybe you've got dining credits to burn. I don't know. <laughs> you could do that. But the creperie, very good. Garrett, what's your favorite crepe from the creperie? Uh, I, I've only had one. The hazelnut. Yeah. I tried the strawberry. Um, what is it? What is it? It's not strawberry jam. What do they call it? It's like a like a preserve. Strawberry preserve, maybe. I don't know. I liked it. It's very sweet. What kind of crepes do they have? The creperie. I've never. I've never gotten a crepe there for myself. Hazelnut and strawberry. I think are the is two. Is that options. it? They I don't have so. like a lemon sugar crepe. I don't think so. I think it's just the two. Mm. But they're very good. I mean, if you like a crepe, they do a great job. They make them right there in front of you. You get a fresh made crepe. And uh, then after you're done, you'll be inspired, just like Talladega Nights, to say that you love crepes. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Nope, you're just going to have to break my arm. <laughs> These colors don't run. <laughs> yeah. I do want to give a shout out. So we already mentioned the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, which is a brand new edition. Are you going to correct me about the crepes? No, no. I was just looking. So they do have a butter sugar. Oh, uh, butter sugar is good. Yeah, strawberry preserve. Preserve, that's... Um, chocolate, and then... Uh, crepe with ice cream and then homemade hazelnut and chocolate spread and then just some ice creams. So, okay, so it, there's more. That's than more. right. It's chocolate, strawberry preserve, or butter and sugar. I don't. Butter and sugar would be fine. I mean, you're I, not even adventurous with your crepes. Listen, <laughs> when I go to a place that specializes in crepes, I am Want a crepe. very adventurous. <laughs> Well, especially if there's a, a cute crepe maker, am I right? Ahaha, <laughs> I'll never find him again. <laughs> he's gone. He probably went back to France and he's like, 
He doesn't think about me. He he probably doesn't because he only yeah. saw you that once. So he saw me one time, and I was like, "Wow, I'm in love now." <laughs> he made a crepe just for you, even though it wasn't for you. It was for your brother. It was very sweet. Um, but yes, so they do have a theater in the back of the France Pavilion, and until they added the Beauty and the Beast sing along, it was just Impressions de France. And I, this is the one film in the World Showcase I haven't seen. I, I have not seen it, but I know because we've been in the theater that it's not a circle vision. Yeah. You actually there's seats, and it's just a screen in front of you, similar to the Harvest Theater in the Land Pavilion. Um, but at least the Harvest Theater is like a 4D theater, and they do smells and lights and the stuff. The Harvest Theater made me cry. It's an awesome that new show, Awesome oh Planet. But we're not talking about that. It today. made me cry though. But it is very good. Um, and it's narrated by Ty Burrell. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's weird that it is because I'm like, this is a funny dude. Why is he talking about this serious thing? Well, I mean, it's kind of appropriate to bring it up, though, because um, the new Beauty and the Beast sing-along, the new Canadian film, and then the new um, Awesome Planet, they came to Epcot all at the same time. I think out of the three Awesome, awesome Planets, Planet's the, best. the best. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it. It's very good. You saw it? He wasn't with us. He oh. Remember, he was at home. We were in Awesome Planet, and Garrett starts blowing up oh, my phone. Oh, yeah, because the smoke detector. The smoke detector got a low battery, and it was going off, and Garrett's, Garrett called me like <laughs> 10 times. He's like, I think there's somebody in the house. <laughs> See, it's, it makes the same noise as the alarm. But why wouldn't they just be opening and closing like a door? To mess with them, clear. Yeah. No, 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 no. That builds it's the suspense. It's not the noise when you open a door. It's the noise whenever the it's a glass chirp. shattering thing goes goes off. Like whenever glass it's the same. That's the same as the door opening. The oh. beep, beep, beep. Well, I guess it could have been that, but I thought it. it I definitely thought it wasn't just someone opening and closing doors. Yeah. Well, it was funny because we're sitting there. I think the film had just started, and I get a text from Garrett, and he was like. I need you to call me. I need you. To call. I'm like, dude, we're in a, and you started calling me and I kept ignoring the call. Cause we're in the movie. The movie had just started and it's like a 10 minute movie. I'm like, I'll call him when I get out. And he, so I had to sit there. I missed part of the film. Cause I was texting Garrett, like, calm down. <laughs> it's okay. My friends were not helping me with that. They're like, Oh my God, you gotta call your dad. You got there's a killer in the house. What if there was a killer? Friends are Garrett good. got was, murdered was, because we were trying to watch Awesome Planet. I was thinking. That's, that's what I was about to say. I was thinking at first it wasn't that bad. Like, there probably wasn't anyone. And my friends were like, you got to get a knife, dude. What if there's a guy? Oh, my gosh. Yes, that's exactly what you need to do. You need to listen to a bunch of teenagers. I'm a teenager. Of course exactly. I'm going to listen to this. And you thought somebody was breaking into your house because there was a low battery. We've all been at that point, though. I was trying to find, like, a... This um, big machete that dad has once because Journey said there was someone in her vents. So I, I was like, I'm going to bring down a machete and we're going to kill whoever's in her If there's someone in the vents, it's probably like a baby crawling around. Uh, a baby. A, ba- <laughs> a baby broke into your house through the, through the air. Oh, gosh, this is great. My favorite episode of this podcast. <laughs> it's a baby cat burglar. It's got to be a baby because you got to be show. able to fit inside the vent. They had that big vent, though, when she was like, there's someone in there and they're messing with me. That's called a return, and I don't think so. Why would they do that? Why would a killer, if they wanted to come in the house and kill you, climb into the vents and and bang around in there? there. I was just like, okay, I guess this is what Why we're doing now. Why would your first now? thought not be like, there's some kind of animal in there? Yeah, maybe an animal. She That's reasonable. She was very convincing. She was like, someone is whispering <laughs> to me. 
<laughs> Good he has a different problem then. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. I think at that point the mm's picked in, or kicked in. Oh, by the way, uh, we did, we didn't mention. There's speaking of babies. There's an ice cream parlor in the. <laughs> Why is it so cute? Babies love ice cream. Everyone loves ice cream. It's called Lartesian de Glacy ice cream. Par- I, I don't know. It's yeah, French I words. Even. I don't know how to say these French Actually, words. Actually, some people don't like ice cream. Lactose intolerant. So, this has been a unique M34D and <laughs> I preaching. Have something to say about France. Yeah. So, their festival food is really good, too. Yeah. And I think it was food and wine um, that had the melty brie in the bread bowl. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. It's too much. And then... Oh, no. I can eat it. And then they also had beef, um, like a... Like a um, shredded beef stuffed tomatoes. Mm. Oh my gosh. I need to go back to Epcot. <laughs> yeah. I love their festival of that going food. Around. Before we totally wrap up the discussion on the France Pavilion, I do want to touch on something Landon brought up earlier, which is the comedy chair climbing and balancing show, Servo Amusant, which is so good. That is a good show. Mm-hmm. It's fun and impressive. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't they get canceled too? Well, I think it, canceled. I think all of the live performers in World Showcase were let go, but uh, they've got to bring that stuff back. Yeah, I hope so too. And and shout out to Sam. She was the one that first introduced me to this show. I think that was on the trip where it's like you need to stop and slow down and look at stuff, you <laughs> dumb idiot. And, yeah. and I was like, oh wow, there's a lot to really enjoy. So thanks, Samantha. I I enjoyed that. Like I I see Landon and he's dehydrated and slightly sunburned and he's still trying to rush to the next thing. And I'm like, hold on. There's going to be something that happens right here. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And you were even involved in the show uh, that day, too. Yeah, I got to sit and be a part of the show. Did you? Yeah. I I do. I I really hope that comes back. That was really cool. They can't just get rid of these people and expect it to be fun. It's Mm -hmm. not fun. It's not the same. Yep. Well, it definitely feels like it's just a little less lively and real. It just... Now I'm just walking around and all these people are sweaty around me and there's no cool thing happening. Yeah. Right. I didn't mention, because I haven't seen it, so I don't have a lot to say about it, but the Impressions de France film has been playing since the opening day of Epcot in 1982, October 1st, 1982. It's a visual tour of the nation set against a musical score written by Buddy Baker, encompassing the music of classical French composers. And the film itself is the work of director Rick Harper, and produced by two-time Academy Award nominee Bob Rogers. The time that we went to the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, I was actually hoping, because they alternate it now in that theater, and I was kind of hoping it was going to (laughs) be Impressions de France, but we saw Beauty and the Beast. Next time, whenever it opens back up, we need to try to make an effort to see, because I think what they do, I think early in the day it's the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, and then in the evening they switch over to Impressions de France. I I don't think it just alternates, but I could be wrong. I have no idea. But they do have the Beauty and the Beast topiaries. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're so mm. pretty. They are pretty. They do a good job with those topiaries. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest, yeah, all the topiaries are, are amazing. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Definitely. The Ratatouille topiary. It is very cute. I can't. That was a new one. Anything else we want to say about France before we wrap it up, gentlemen and ladies? Like them Grand Marier slushies. Yep. <laughs> they're good. I like the food that I eat in there. 
like the food that you eat in there.、Mm-hmm. I like、um, the painting, and if you look over, you can see the scene they were painting because it's by the water. Oh yeah, yeah, it's cool. Like on the water side of the pavilion, they've got these like little kiosks set up, like、um, basically people who'd be selling street art and different chotchkes and things.、Um, and then there is there's like an easel with a painting on it. There's also a camera that's facing the Eiffel Tower that used to be part of the AJP yeah, World yeah. Showcase Adventure that you actually had to look through it and something would happen. Hopefully, they'll incorporate that into the Ducktales well, game. What happened? What was it? I remember. You had to look through it, and then、He、it was, was doing something with the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, I don't remember, but <laughs> it was cool. We can talk about what happened in those scenes、yeah. now because it's not there anymore. Spoilers for Perry the Platypus because you can't do it no more. In France, Perry the Platypus, you see him,、um, and he goes down a zipline. Yeah, that it's was like Perry the Platypus is right there on a zipline. That was pretty cool. I have a conspiracy theory. What if they made this all happen so they could? Like incorporate all the Ducktales things into Epcot while we're gone, and reopen it, and it's going to be all there. Talk about drastic measures! <laughs> wow, yeah, I、That's、think you're、excessive. giving Disney a little bit too much credit there, and power,、no. <laughs> and blame. Anyway, France, go check it out. It's another one of the good ones. Go buy a ticket and go to France. We got to check the big board now. So,、uh, Kevin, you've got your dry erase board at the ready. <laughs> yep, here it is. One、right. second. One second. Okay. He's got to get rid of his fancy ratatouille backdrop. <laughs> now he's in now darkness. In darkness. Oh, he's gone. Oh, there he is. Oh, oh there we are. We're good. I figured it out now.、Right. Okay. There we go. Hang on. Where is it at? <laughs> There's the big board. Yep. UK and Canada. So That's all we got so far. Yep. Okay. In the one spot, UK number two, Canada. What do you guys think? Where would France fit on the board? I don't really like the UK or France. Those are not my favorite pavilions, but I think I like France more than I like. The UK pavilion. I like. But I、UK、think Canada should be first. Then, I think. I think it's UK first, then France, then Canada. France over Canada. I. Canada isn't very memorable to me. <laughs> McKenna's mad. She's gonna protest this list. <laughs> What's wrong with the Canada pavilion? They have this really、I、cool garden. And you guys are wrong. And it smells <laughs> like steak. I always forget、water. what's at it. Like every time I think about it. Well,、so、Kevin does too. He doesn't. For me. He's totally forgotten Canada. You go up the、yeah. stairs, and there's this whole little town center, it's tiny. and it's really awesome. It's nice. It's nice, and you guys are wrong. Ratatouille is opening up in、yeah. France, though. I know. I, shouldn't that put it at your number one spot? I said we put it first. France. Plus, I got yelled at at Canada for sitting well, on the wall. Well, yeah, <laughs> don't sit、did. on the wall. <laughs> you had to to get a、yeah. view. But、after、um, after Canada, after those cast members yelled at me for sitting down, I was like, "I、oh, forget you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Y'all are at the bottom now." <laughs> I say it goes France, UK, Canada.、Mm-mm. That's Ooh, mine. I think it's UK, France, Canada. Yeah, I concur with Sam. I think it's France, UK, Canada. Really? I agree.、Yeah. With but Rosen Crown is is in、mm-hmm. UK. I know, but Ratatouille's coming. Ratat, it's Rat. France, UK doesn't have a ride. And Ratatouille's coming.、Wow. Well, technically, right now, France don't have a ride either. It's coming. I know, but it's coming. And here's like where my true loyalties lie: is I like going on rides. <laughs> yeah. So sue me that I go to a theme park and like to go on a ride. Wow. Okay. Getting fired up.、Mm. I don't know. I just like the atmosphere of the UK. I think we're pretty split here. Landon didn't say. Yeah. No.、Uh, I'm gonna go UK, France, Canada. 
Okay. So we're split completely. Yeah. Well, that's UK, France, Canada was your list, right? Yeah. That's mine too. So there's that's mm-hmm. three of those votes, but we have three for France being number one. UK, yeah. UK is actually the only one that I fully remembered from our first trip to Disney. Yeah. Because it really felt like I was in UK. So how do we settle this then, guys? What do we do? We flip a coin. Rock, I don't paper, think we scissors? flip a coin. I think we got. I think we're gonna have to. No, I think we have to have. We have to reason this out here. Death fight. Okay, so hold on. It's I can fix this. Think about it. In the UK, like they do have the good bar, but in France, they have the Grand Marnier slushy. It's amazing. And how come y'all can't say Marnier? Marnier. Marnier. (laughs) I sound. Hey, I like the Seattle Marniers. They're my second favorite baseball team. (laughs) It's really hurting my country accent. It sounds terrible. I sound very, very southern when I say that. Grand Mariner. It's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, it has ice cream there. It has Garrett's crepes there. Okay. And the and ratatouille's uh, coming. The ratatouille ride is coming. A restaurant there, like they do in France. Ooh, that would be cool. Well, they have they have Remy's in France. Yeah, don't Remy's. They? It's is, not. It's or, Remy's there because at the end of the movie, it, I think that's. I think you're right. It's wrapped. I mean, you, you, if you put together all those things that we all love so much, I, I think it's pretty easy to say with ratatouille, the slushy bakery, the bakery. And the ice cream. Oh my gosh, the, All the ice UK cream. UK has <laughs> is the restaurant and the... You're wrong. Why are you I doing that? I changed my vote. Why? <laughs> the UK... I've been thinking about it while Sam was going on... Was talking about, you know, how to convince me to convince everybody to vote good for job, France. Mom. And I was like, man, Rosen Crown sounds really good. <laughs> <laughs> I could go for some fish and chips right now. <laughs> you like, talked Kevin Crown. out of it. Apparently. I was like... I was like, listen, France doesn't really have that. Like, the chefs in France was not that good. And Rosencrown was my favorite restaurant in Epcot. So, I mean, I'm not upset be. with either of them know, being yeah. first. But I do think that I pick France first because I am a little more adventurous when it comes to eating. One of my reasons for liking UK more is I feel like it's a little more chill in there. And that's, I like when things are chill. I I don't think about that about Rose and Crown though. But that's I guess that's where all the people go. So it's more chill outside of there. The store is really nice. British Revolution when it was there was awesome, but that's gone. Bring Maybe it it'll come cowards. back. Yeah. Um that garden where they played is awesome. Mm-hmm. I just like hanging out in there. McKenna's gonna protest this whole thing. I don't like <laughs> the UK pavilion at all. <laughs> I don't like it. The only thing I like about the UK <laughs> pavilion is the tea shop and um, the band. And that's it. And I don't even like sometimes I hear the band and I'm like, I want to listen to something different because I it's the same stuff I listen to in my car every single day. So I'm just hearing it again. <laughs> like, live. And it's not the real band. I don't know. So I don't like the UK Pavilion at all. Golly, it's wow. boring to you me. You walk into the tea shop and Anne Hathaway is that her name? She's like, "Hello, <laughs> welcome to my cottage." <laughs> if Anne Hathaway was in the tea shop, then I might like it a little more. It's crowded. It has really good candy in the, the tea bathroom. Shop. Is dirty there. It's not the best bathroom the in Epcot. Dirty. Um, okay, yeah, it has a restaurant, but the things it's it's British food. I don't like British food. I think British British food food is is mediocre. Apologies to our British listeners. 
Shots, Shots fired. fired. They went around the world to get all these spices from people who they Wait, didn't even know. Do we have? And they British don't listeners? use them. Yes, we have. Yes, we do. I like um, your guys' accent, so I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, we do have some British listeners as it's well as not Canadian British citizens that I don't like. It's the country. They're the ones making the of, food, McKenna. It's I don't like it. I don't okay, like it. Okay, well, how can you say no to fish and chips? Right. The best thing that's come out of Britain is Watch their it. television. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say one really direction. Good television. One direction. Mm-hmm. Telly. So that was France. This has been fun. We've got another good one coming up next week as we continue our journey around the world showcase. But before we go, we got to make sure people know where they can find all the good stuff before, you know, because they got to fill up their week while we're gone. We won't be here until next Monday. So they've got to have other stuff to listen to. So, Kevin, tell them about another podcast they might want to be interested in. If you are interested in another podcast, it would be the Mouse knows best. I'd think of the name. <laughs> um, I almost said the Monday morning monorail, but you're already That's listening to that. So. <laughs> um, the Mouse knows best podcast on the Twitterverse and Facebook at TMKB Podcast, where we are doing a series currently on Disney by the decade. So this week you will get to listen to the 1930s and all of the fun nonsense that happened in the 1930s, like nothing. But, <laughs> <laughs> so enjoy <laughs> that should be a short episode then <laughs> literally all we talked about was snow white for the majority of the time because that's when that came out yeah so you can hear my hot takes on snow white and seven dwarfs mind train if you want to listen to the new age thoughts <laughs> <laughs> representing the chilling that's cool go check out the mouse knows best podcast landon what have you got uh, L-A-N-D-O-Z, please go follow me, Landon Doan, I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest, et cetera, et cetera. You can follow me on Twitter, 280 characters at a time, also on our website, buttmunchchips.com, buttmunchchips. Sit on your butt and munch. Uh, that's where you can find exclusively posted episodes of Game of Thrones Talk, a.k.a. God Talk, where myself, cousin Kevin, and another one of my friends talk about the uh, last season of Game of Thrones, and you can hear our enthusiasm slowly, 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 and then gone <laughs> as the uh, series comes to an end. Uh, in lieu of going to buttmunchships.com, I invite you to head to the iTunes store and search and subscribe to the R&D Project, where myself and Will Rab talk about the latest going on in the world. And we also have a sister podcast, Near Fall Radio. If you're a fan of the sweet science of professional wrestling, it is in the same stream. So if you're a fan of one, subscribe for the other. It's uh, two podcasts for the price of one, and it doesn't cost you anything. So <laughs> even better. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I am now taking over. Um, Thank you. I also appear on the Phil Show on News Talk 98.7 WOKI, radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, 6 to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday. Also streaming worldwide at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk 987 app as well. Wow. Um, Listen in if you live there. (laughs) Garrett, where can we find you? At Skelligummy on Twitter and everywhere else. That's, That's just it now. I will find you, and if you agree that the UK is the best or whatever, I'm going to get you. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. I will find you. <laughs> she's going to turn into a baby, and she's going to crawl around in your air conditioning <laughs> and whisper to you. <laughs> yeah, just mess with you. <laughs> so don't mess with me. Make sure you've got a machete by yourself. Yeah, yeah go you find get your a machete. machete to and kill if you me. if you see her, give her a weird look because she's probably holding tachos. 
<laughs> I am so mad and no one find me actually on social media, please. If you do, pretend you didn't see me. Um, but if we see if I see you at Disney, <laughs> I will be in the UK pavilion listening to hear someone say, "Wow, this is my favorite pavilion." Hey, she's going to hang out in the UK pavilion. And then I'm going to get you. Maybe while you're hanging out there, you'll fall in love with it, and it'll be your favorite from now on. It's great. No. Instead, like a I'll... Disney version of Jack the Ripper. Neat. Instead, like, they'll say it, and then I'll go up to them, and I'll start arguing with them, and start crying, because whenever I get really emotional about something, or passionate, I start crying. Why don't you cry, So it's going to be very uncomfortable for everyone involved. While trying to avoid McKenna on social media, you can find us and spend your time on our social media. We are at Morning Monorail on Twitter, Monday Morning Monorail everywhere else. Please join our new Facebook group, the Monday Morning Monorail family, and check out our Tee Public store with a couple new logos, one that I made that you'll probably hate, and one that Matt from Love of the Mouse made that you're going to love because it is absolutely incredible. And uh, also, don't forget, Tuesday nights, we got a live show, Parks and Monorail's Most Magical Hour Live, where things get very silly, very quickly. We hardly ever stay on any topic. There are way too many people that call in at once. I can't handle it. It makes my brain explode, but it's a lot of fun. It is fun. I like doing it. Yeah. Check us out on the Podbean feed or on the Dillo's Diz YouTube page. So check that out. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for being part of the fam. And we just crossed 3,000 followers on Twitter. So thank you for that. Continue to tell your friends about us. Bring more people into the monorail loop. And until we talk next time, have a magical week. Bye-bye. Bye. Sayonara. Welcome to my cottage. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. (laughs) See y'all Hey guys, this is Landon from the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast, and I want to tell you about my friend Nick, because with 25 resort locations, four theme parks, two water parks, you have to book your dining reservations 180 days in advance, not to mention the 60-day window for your Fast Passes. There is so much on your plate when you're going down to the Walt Disney World Resorts. Don't worry, because Nick... He has your back. Book a trip with Nick Salcedo at Capture the Magic Vacation and let him be your guide to your uniquely magical vacation at any Disney destination with no cost to you. Let Nick do the hard part of planning while you and your party get excited about your trip to the most magical place on earth. As a graduate of Disney's College of Disney Knowledge, Nick is an expert at all things Disney and will truly help put the magical touch on your vacation. And be sure to mention the Monday Morning Monorail podcast when you book your trip for a very special surprise. Contact Nick today at nick.salcedo, that's S-A-L-C-E-D-O, at ctmvagent.com, and let's start planning your next trip. Also, be sure to visit his website at capturethemagicvacation.com forward slash agent forward slash nick-salcedo. That's Nick Salcedo with Capture the Magic Vacation.